This podcast replay is brought to you by Sports Grill. With over 35 years of making it special grilled, they're celebrating the start of football season with 15% off all bone-in wings. Visit any of their seven locations all over South Florida. Is locked and loaded. How you doing, my man? You doing good? I'm doing great. Can't wait for the Super Bowl. We, you know, we got the two number one seats. We got the MVP. We got all sorts of star power. We got a lot of fun props to unpack. I think we're going to see a high-scoring game. So yep. uh, let's get to it, man. Yeah, man. We got a lot of things to uh, to talk about. Obviously, going on. Uh, first of all, uh, want to uh, get your thoughts on this Super Bowl. Let's uh, let's get into a little Super Bowl talk. Uh, what do you think about this matchup right now? The Eagles are favored uh, by a point, a point and a half, depending on where you, where you see it right now. What, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, where you come down in this game, ultimately, are you more into the Eagles having the better roster or the Chiefs having more Super Bowl experience and having the best player in the league in Mahomes? And, and Andy Reid, who's already in the Hall of Fame, as far as I'm concerned, no matter what happens the rest of his career. Oh, please. The Eagles have a good coaching staff, of course. But you know, Andy Reid famously so good off a of bye week, right? They just had two weeks to prepare. That's advantage Kansas City. They've been to the Super Bowl before. It's such a different... You know, obviously, the Eagles, like, they waltzed through the NFC playoffs. They didn't really have to do anything that difficult because the Giants weren't that good. The Niners lost their quarterback right away. But the Super Bowl is such a different game because there's all the hype and there's, there's all the waiting and the halftime is interminably long and everything. It, a lot of times, I'm not surprised when you see Super Bowls get off to slow starts because I think the players a lot of times are a little bit tight and maybe even the play callers are a little bit conservative early on. So a lot of times you see games like Carolina and New England, you know, a couple of decades ago, where it's like nothing's happening. And then the second half, everything explodes. I lean Kansas City, but Philadelphia's roster is great. More of my action is on the props. There's a lot of player props I like. And again, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. And I think some of the offensive matchups really tie in well to what the defenses are going to allow them to do. So I'm going to have more prop action than I do on the game, but my official pick is Kansas City. All right, so and I'm actually going to pick Kansas City myself. I know everybody looks at the Eagles. <laughs> I, I just kind of I, I think the secondary for Kansas City is being overlooked. I think they're better than what people think they are. Uh, I think Mahomes is going to play one hell of a game. And I really think that, you know, Hertz was – he wasn't necessarily sharp in that NFC Championship game. I think if KC can be disruptive and they have a guy that <laughs> – as good as the Eagles line is, Chris Jones or Aaron Donald or, you know, there's certain guys, Aboza, you know, there's certain guys that are just going to wreak havoc on you whether you like it or not, and I don't care how good your line is. I think Chris Jones is that guy. And I think Chris Jones can actually create some havoc where he's going to force Hurts to have to get rid of the ball a little faster and, and crumble that pocket and put some pressure. And that's where I want to see if – I'm counting on, on Mahomes being the more accurate passer out of the two. That's why I'm leaning to the better quarterback. And then I'm leaning on the tangible part of Chris Jones being the ultimate difference maker on that D-line assisting that secondary. Yeah, you hit on a lot of things that I would just nod and agree to. Disruptive, right? That's the right word for Chris Jones. He he got some down-ballot votes for Defensive Player of the Year. That's how good he was. And we saw him break up the Bengals, you know, the, the Jones getting his second sack in that final Cincinnati Play, offensive play was probably the biggest play. I think Jones is the second most important player for Kansas City in this game. Obviously, the quarterback is the first right. player you're going to mention, especially when he 
is Patrick Mahomes. He throws the ball as much as he does. But if the Eagle if the Eagles lose in this game, if Kansas City wins, Chris Jones probably had a big. If I think Jones even. We, we know how MVP works for the Super Bowl, that the quarterbacks often earn the MVP, and even when they don't, if there's not an obvious pick, they usually give it to the quarterback. I still think Justin Tuck was robbed. I think Ty Law was robbed in the Super Bowl that Tom Brady got an MVP. But I would not be shocked if Chris Jones somehow, you know, if, if he gets a strip sack, right? If he gets, like, two sacks and forces, like, a fumble of Hurts or something like that, because the Eagles' offense is so good. It's it's not realistic to say to Kansas City, okay, let's hold them to 320 yards. Let's hold them to 14 points. That's not going to happen. The Eagles are going to move the ball. So the idea is, can you disrupt them? Can you make them punt a couple of times? Can you get a couple of turnovers? Can you rattle the cage of Hurts? Who, I mean, let's look at the schedule, man. I mean, look at look at the teams they beat. I mean, I know the NFC was, was, wasn't that great this year. The division wasn't that great. You can only play who's put in front of you. And the Chiefs didn't have the hardest schedule in the world either. But the Eagles had a cakewalk of a schedule. And then they played two playoff games. Hertz comes off an injury. We don't really know how healthy he is. He wasn't needed to do heavy lifting. He's thrown so few passes in the fourth quarter because games have gotten away from other teams. And the Eagles have just run the ball and salted away the clock. So has he really been has he is he up to this test? Can he throw haymakers back and forth with Patrick Mahomes? And again, all you're asking the Chiefs defense to do, we're not saying stop him. We're not saying shut him out. We're not saying win the game on defense. I'm just saying just just get in their way. Just disrupt them. Just make three or four plays that can tilt the game a little bit. I think Chris Jones is that guy who can do it. And that's a that's probably the second strongest reason I have for being on Kansas City. All right. Um uh, just uh, I, and listen, next week, folks, we're going to pick up more of the draft talk and things like that. But just out of curiosity, did you watch anything on the Senior Bowl this week? I know you had a rough week, so just in case, did, were you able yeah, to catch? I, I I haven't done any prep about the upcoming draft yet. I'm gonna that will start for me Monday. Yeah, exactly. I figured that. And then the other thing is Vic Fangio. What'd you think of that hiring for the Miami Dolphins? I, I love going back backwards on the coaching, uh, the reverse Peter principle. Whenever you can get a former coach who didn't work didn't work out as a head coach and get him as a coordinator, I think it's a great move. I, I Fangio's still a great defensive mind in my in my opinion. I, I think that this is, and and now you got the balance that you need, you know, because on defense, obviously you had some issues, you had a lot of injuries. Uh, but now you've got like a head coach running your defense. And I think for McDaniel, that's going to be a really comforting thing that he doesn't have to necessarily worry about the defense and he can leave it to to a seasoned pro. All right, so let's I'll tell you what. There, there are 28 teams in the NFL that don't want to play the AFC East next year because Buffalo is set up to be good. The Look at the Jets' infrastructure, right? They just had the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And you could argue that Brees Hall was as talented as those other two guys, right? Uh, Quinn Williams got a, a down ballot pick for defensive player of the year. If they can get a quarterback, the Jets are really dangerous in Miami. Even with all the stops and starts with Tua, they made the playoffs and they gave Buffalo a scare. Tyree Kill was in the running for offensive player of the year. Obviously, Jalen Waddle is still on the up escalator. And New England, who probably has the weakest roster on paper, how bad can a Bill Belichick team ever be? This looks like the best division in football to me. Yeah, no, it's there's no doubt that that division is going to be an absolute bitch. And you would expect the Jets. Oh, so let me play the shell game with you, the quarterback shell game. Okay, been having some fun with this. Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo. No fence straddling. Tie them to one team each. Pack to the future. Right? Rodgers is going to the Jets. Carr is going to the Saints. And let's say Garoppolo goes to the Raiders. I got I got the reverse. 
I got Rogers going to the Ve- to Vegas, and I got Garoppolo going to the uh, to the Jets. That's what I got. Car, car in New Orleans. Yeah, Carr definitely. I'm, I agree with you in New Orleans, uh, but I, I think Rodgers does not want to deal with the New York market. Once he gets out of that black it's, room it's for four days, he, he, he's going to go. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to deal with the New York Post yeah. bringing up my relationships and and this that, and I don't get along with my parents. And uh, yeah, yeah, in Vegas, he'll go play with Devontae Adams. He's a West Coast guy, mm-hmm. so he's closer to the West Coast now. Uh, all that kind of stuff. I, I just think that, yeah, I, well, I may be wrong. You might be right that he might end up going to New York. I, I think that that's the, with with you and me, the, here's where we're going to be either right or wrong. I think mm-hmm. we're both going to be right on, on Carr going to New Orleans because that looks like a perfect fit for him, you know, overall. But I think the New York thing is going to be something that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be very comfortable with. The thing is, I think the Jets are a better suit set up to maybe be a winning team next year where I don't like the Vegas roster very much. I'm with you. There's no doubt about that. I don't know if he thinks that. You know what I mean? I'm not sure Plus, if I he's... Mean, you, you, go, you go to the AFC West. And, I, and look, I, I talked about how the AFC East is going to be a meat grinder and it oh, is. Oh, God, the but West. The AFC West, you got Mahomes, you got Justin Herbert, and God help us if Sean Payton can fi- fix Russell Wilson. Maybe he can, maybe he can't. But, I mean, he'll have a better chance of doing it than Hackett had. Yeah. That that division's set up to be a monster, too. Uh, it's going to be really hard to win there. Yeah, no, it'll be a bitch of a division either way. He's not, he's not winning in the West. I'm sorry, not with that team. The but Raiders are going to win seven and ten. I don't think like when people thought Brady was going to go to the Raiders, like, well, why to go well, yeah. six and eleven? Yeah, I always thought. And I'm disappointed. You talk about quarterback fits. I thought Brady fit San Francisco perfectly. I'm disappointed that's yeah. not going to happen. I agree. I agree. He would have been perfect there. He doesn't have to do a lot. He just has to From complete a couple passes. They've got the mm-hmm. running game. They've got the defense. Yeah, they're dominant everywhere. They would have been a Super Bowl caliber team, and he would have had a chance to win. Easily, they are a championship with that kind of team. I'm, he's I'm with from you that there. Area, right? He grew up. He was in the yes. stadium when Montana threw the pass to Clark. You exactly. Know, a 49er it, fan way back. Get one more victory lap. Go deep in the playoffs with San Francisco. I was. I don't know if they. I get a figure back channels. They must have kicked the tires, and maybe San Francisco's like, well, we think we can get Purdy back, and we have to see what we have with Trey Lance. I don't know what their angle is. They've made it clear they're not going to bring Garoppolo back. And, and Garoppolo, by the way, is the uh, he's the underrated guy in all this, right? Because Rodgers, you know, he's won MVPs and everything, and he's such a diva, such an attention guy. And I think Garoppolo gets over overlooked. I, it's it's only the injuries, dude. That's all it is, is that he yeah. breaks down all the time, and that's kind of been his entire – I mean, from the first – time that he got on the field that for deflate gate he couldn't even last the four games they needed him they had to use Brissett. you know what i mean he's never had any luck whatsoever staying healthy i think everybody looks at jimmy and says the dude can play it's not that he can't play it's just he's never available for you and that's the that i think is what hurts him ultimately when it's all said and done yeah because uh, he's not really a bad. Yeah. And by the way, New York, they just had another. They just had one MILF monster. Now they're going to have a, a, a babe magnet now in, uh, in Jimmy Garoppolo. So, you know, he kind of gets to pick up where Broadway Joe left off. Every, every you know? quarterback's a babe magnet. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been linked to Mallory Edens, who's the daughter of one. Yeah, of but the, there's nothing like Garoppolo. Yeah. There's nothing like, like Garoppolo is looked at like he's a G, GQ model playing. By the way, have you ever seen that that video where he's at the Warriors game with with Kittle and 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 uh, McCaffrey and two other guys? 
Did you ever see that video? Yeah, and they, and they act like they're not even there. Right. The, all the cheerleaders the come by to say hi to Jimmy, and they don't even act like – and you know that those guys would have gotten all kinds of attention in a club somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you're there, and Jimmy Garoppolo just, you know – just outshines everybody. Yeah, just, this quarterback, you know, right, what they call quarterback face, right? Right, he's, he's got it. The face of your organization. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's got he's got that face. All right, let's let's get to some props in this game. Uh, let's start with Patrick Mahomes. Um, half an interception, higher or lower? Rushing yards, 18 and a half, higher or lower? 294 passing yards, higher or lower? Two and a half total TDs. Higher or lower? I'll tell you the ones that I would punch. Uh, he's going to throw a pick in this game because Philadelphia's got the best pass rush in the league, and it comes from five different guys. They had four different guys with double-digit sacks, and then Fletcher Cox, I think, had seven. So they get they rush you on the on the on the flanks. They rush you up the middle. They can rush you without exotic things, and that's such a valuable weapon. I don't think Mahomes is going to run much in this game either. And I know it's a low total. Usually I like betting running props for quarterbacks in the playoffs because, like, what are you saving yourself for? You know, you might as well just, you know, let it all hang out, YOLO, you'll go for it. But And he did have that big run at the end of the Bengals game. But I would lean under on his rushing props. Plus, if you think Kansas City is going to win the game, you're going to get the deal downs too. I feel confident he'll throw a pick in this game. I feel confident he will not run that much in this game. The other two props I'm going to – to skip, but there's plenty of Kansas City stuff I like. In fact, I'll just pivot to the next thing. How about the two and a half touchdowns? Total, not thrown, but total. You got to figure he goes over that. This is going to be a high-scoring game, and they, Kansas City doesn't, you know, they, they don't. Pacheco's been okay, but when they get in close, they they score on touch. They score right. on touchdown passes. It's right. Mahomes who is the guy who gets the touchdowns. Uh, and how about the passing? Two ninety-four and a half. It's such a big number. I think I would. I have to bet over if you force me to play it, but I'm not going to play it. All right, Pacheco, <laughs> forty-nine and a half yards rushing, uh, fifteen and a half yards receiving. Jarek McKinnon, twenty-two and a half yards receiving, three receptions, and I'm going to go five and a half uh, rushing attempts. What do you think? Any of those? <laughs> Excuse me, a little bit of a cold here. Um, these are two. This is where I really feel confident. It's a shame we didn't talk early in the week as the number keeps going up, but McKinnon's receiving yards in Pacheco's. Now, McKinnon had a huge December. In the playoffs, it's been a little bit more Pacheco. He's getting more in the circle of trust, and Mahomes has been checking down rather than running because he's a little bit hobbled. But what do you do against a team that has a great pass rush? How do you slow it down? Screen game. Get the ball out of your quarterback's hands. I think both these running backs are going to easily beat their receiving props. Okay. All right. Uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, half a touchdown, seven and a half receptions, and 79 and a half yards receiving. Those are all such huge numbers, but. I I love receiving touchdown. Half a receiving touchdown? Me too. I'm punching receiving touchdown. I already have that. The thing with Philly is they play so much zone. And what does that mean? Define throws in the middle of the field. That's Travis Kelsey. And they're going to, even though the Chiefs don't have great wide receivers, they're, Philadelphia is going to concede if, if, if they have to give up Travis Kelsey seven yards, nine yards, 11 yards, that's better than Felda Scantling cat, catching a 40 yard pass or McCole Hardman getting behind somebody or Sky Moore, God forbid, your Kadarius Tony gets on the field. So, teams, as great as Kelsey is, teams want you to have a 15 play drive. They don't want you to have a five play drive. I, I think Kelsey's going to have 11 catches in this game. 
All right. Uh, receivers, as you talked about right now, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, three and a half receptions and 37 and a half receiving yards. Kadarius Toney, three receptions, 27 and a half receiving yards. Marquez, Valding, Marquez Valdez Scantling, um, 37 and a half yards receiving and two and a half receptions. Any of those interesting to you? Yeah, Juju, because again, the middle of the field is going to be open, and you're talking about a team that plays zone, that, that plays into Juju's skill set. The problem with everybody else in this receiving tree is you just never know who's in the circle of trust, who's going to dress, who's going to be on the field. And God forbid, like Hardman runs the wrong route, or you know, Sky Moore drops a pass, or you know, MVS does something wrong. I mean, they can easily get mothballed and get ignored for the rest of the game. I don't feel comfortable playing any of their receivers and any of their props other than Juju. I think Juju's an easy over in this. He's going to have like not, not even Sky Moore seven and a half yards receiving over and under. I love props you can win on one play. You know, even, uh, that, that, that's play what I was thinking anywhere. about the Sky Moore one. Like he's, they throw to him every once in a yeah. while, and he'll easily get seven and a half yards, dude. I, mean, I might bet two of them in tandem and think, well, I'm going to hit one of them, and maybe if I get lucky, I get two of them. But <laughs> let, let me give you the thrust here. The ones I really like: Mahomes will throw a pick. The receivers are going to be involved in the passing game, and bet anything you want on Travis Kelsey because there's no way. The problem with Kelsey is you can't cover him because he's bigger than everybody else. Right. Even if you have somebody standing right next to him, he's got the catch radius. So he's always open, even when he doesn't look open. They can't win without b him being a big part of it anyway. No, really he's, he's just a stud. All right, Jalen Hurts. There's a lot of these that are, that are pretty interesting. One and a half passing TDs, half a rushing TD. We're going to go with 49 and a half yards rushing. 239 and a half yards passing and half an interception. He'll throw the pick. This may sound counterintuitive. He's going to have a rushing touchdown, but he's not going to beat his rushing prop. Keep in mind what Hurts is. He's a resourceful runner, and they call design runs for him. But he's not the Lamar Jackson, Steve Young, Michael Vick breakaway runner. You, like, you, you watch like a Justin Fields highlight, and you always know at any point, even if Justin Fields is in trouble, he might make it into a 60-yard run. That's not Hurts' game. He is a good runner, but he's a different. He's more of a physical runner. He's more of a schemed up runner. They love him at the goal line. He's going to have a rushing touchdown in this game. But I think he'll only have about thirty rushing yards. Okay, for the pick too. All right, let's go to the running backs because there's some interesting stuff here. Okay, Miles Sanders obviously is their number one guy, but all right. So first, four and a half yards receiving for Miles Sanders, sixty and a half yards rushing for Miles Sanders, half a rushing plus receiving TD. So either one gets you over that half. And then the other one is Kenneth Gainwell. 11 and a half yards receiving, four and a half rushing attempts, and 19 and a half rushing yards. Your yeah, thoughts on this? Those last two, we've been talking about Gainwell some during the playoffs. Those last two numbers speak to me. Because I think Gainwell's carved out a role here. And remember... Yes. Not that, not that they're necessarily looking towards next year, but Sanders is a free agent. I think Gamewell, and I know Gamewell's only about 200 pounds or so, but and this is always going to be a committee-driven team, plus a quarterback who runs, so that's part of the committee too. But Gamewell's probably going to be their starter next year. I think the Eagles, the way they're structured, they like Sanders, but they're not going to prioritize him. If anybody else wants to give him a good contract, they'll be like, okay, you know, we had a nice run, thanks a lot. And isn't it interesting that Sanders was a really good receiver when he came out of college. He had a big receiving year his first year. This year, he didn't even get to 100 receiving yards. They just shut him out. That part of that is Hurts doesn't want... When you have a running quarterback, they don't check down. They run. So a lot of times that hurts the running backs in the receiving game. But 
I, it sounds crazy. I actually would go under on Sanders for the receiving. I don't think they're going to prioritize him at all in that way. And I love the Gamewell props. Gamewell, I think Gamewell's going to have like seven carries for like 35 yards. Right, exactly. Exactly. To me, he'll, the 19 and a half, I, I don't know, man. Maybe they know yeah, something we don't. One play. He, he gets the second level, you just won. He's done. Right. You got it. I'm with you. All right. A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. Let's go with uh, five receptions for A.J. Brown, 72 and a half yards receiving. Devonta Smith, five receptions, 64 and a half yards receiving. If I were going to play Smith, I would only play the receiving yards. I wouldn't play the catches. But I'll tell you what I've already bet on. I've already taken A.J. Brown over his yardage. I got it maybe a yard lower, but you know, low 70s, he'll beat that. And A.J. Brown's longest reception, I think, is in the neighborhood of 26.5. Kansas City, I agree with you, Kansas City secondary. When you have young players, what's underrated is that by the end of the season, they're basically like an, another year of experience. So I don't think the Kansas City secondary is as bad as people want to make it out to be. But let's look at the stats, right? They're 29th against number one receivers, and that's what A.J. Brown is. He's a guy who wins on every type of route, everywhere on the field. He's going to end this game with like 95, 100 yards, and he's going to have at least one long splash play. I, I like to go 26 and a half over, and I like him, whatever the yardage prop is. And, and remember, we always talk about this with props. If you're going over, bet early. If you're going under, bet late. So if you're thinking of going over on some of these props, I would get them in as soon as you can because people like to bet overs anyway, and these numbers are going to keep rising. I'm going over on A.J. Brown. Dallas Garter, uh, last one here. Tight end, five receptions, 48 and a half yards receiving. Lean over on the yardage. Again, I, I, the catches, I'm not sure what to do with that because the, the Chiefs will throw 45 passes. If the Eagles can get away with 27, 28 passes, they'll do that. I would lean over on the guard at yardage, but I don't love his props. Okay. All right. There you go. What do you got going on in Yahoo so folks uh, can check you out, my friend, this weekend? Yep. A lot of baseball content up. We gave out our players were most excited to draft and do know that Yahoo Fantasy Baseball is open for business. And when you need to debrief from the Super Bowl, the Yahoo Fantasy Football forecast will be coming at you Monday. I'll be taping with Matt Harmon give you a look at what just happened and a look ahead. And, of course, you know, we're going to have all sorts of content covering the draft, covering the, the NFL draft, free agency, all that type of stuff, because the NFL has a 12-month calendar, as we all know. Remember last year, right? It was just crazy with receivers. All the Last year was the receiver changing team. Yeah. A.J. Brown changed. Devontae Adams changed. You guys got Tyreek Hill. This year it's going to be all about the quarterbacks, which you and I teased a little while ago. So the NFL is going to have a crazy offseason, and we're going to be here for you covering it and excited about it at Yahoo Sports. What would you think of uh, Zach Thomas? I deserve it. I, he deserved it so badly. And, man, it, it – it makes me so frustrated. I'm glad, but frustrated at the same time that Don yeah. Coryell goes in long after he's passed. I hate I mean, that. that guy. Yeah, that guy. Obviously, you know, Steve Sable went in after he died, which will always frustrate me. He gets people in the Hall of Fame. Ken Stabler went in after he died. Clifford Branch. You know, let's let's be. I think everybody's heard this, but you know, let's let's tell people what we think about them when they're here. Yeah. You know, let's no. wait. Hey, when Andy Reid retires, why does he have to wait five years, bro? Why? Yeah. Right. You know, like we're, we know what it is now and five years from now and 10 years from now. Get his ass in once he retires. Don't wait five years. Do things can change. Do that, right? Did, yeah. Didn't the NHL put Gretzky in right away when he retired or something like that? I'm not sure. I, I forgot about that. Did they? I, think I have they no did. problem with that. Me neither. <laughs> I have no uh, who problem. Who's going against Wayne Gretzky? Yes. I mean, give me a break. Although it, it'll be a baseball rider. Because there's always right, some yeah. idiot at baseball rider. It's like 99%. It's like. Yep. Dude, it's Derek Jeter. It's Hank Aaron. It's Babe Willie, Ruth. It's Willie Mays. It's Mickey Mantle. It's Willie right? Mays. Yeah, did, did, didn't see enough. <laughs> where, where, where are you? What's wrong with you? How can you be the one guy? You know, it's 
Baseball always has that idiot that does that every single sure. time. All right. You're so right on that. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Scott underscore Pianowski and catch his exceptional work there at Yahoo. Glad to have you back, my friend. I hope all is well. Thanks, buddy. Great to talk to you, big guy. Enjoy the game. Thank you, my friend. There you go. Scott Pianowski getting it done. Sports Grill, baby. Eight great locations. I've been saying for years, seven great locations. Now I get to say eight great locations, which is just absolutely awesome, folks. So go check it out. You got the Super Bowl this weekend. The Doral location is open and ready to go. They got all kinds of specials for you, all kinds of food and drink specials going on. And they've always got specials going on for NFL games. So uh, enjoy it out there. The special grilled wings. Remember, their sauces now you can take them home with you sports grill baby great place to go with friends and family members and great food and great sports